Hi, podcast listeners, and welcome to the January 31st, 2018 Hong Kong Stories podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. It's cold and wet outside today in Hong Kong, but that isn't going to stop us from extending a warm hello to our listeners in Tokyo, Japan, and our very dedicated listener in Spain. Also, the listeners in Durham, North Carolina, in the USA, and Brisbane, California, Glenarchy in Australia, and of course, our listeners in our hometown of Hong Kong. Our brag list of tuned-in countries includes Spain, the Philippines, and India. Thanks for listening. Our January live show has a theme abandoned and is being hosted by Jen, one of our long-term storytellers. The show is tonight at 8 p.m. at the Fringe Club, and we're sold out. Thanks for your support, Hong Kong. If you miss getting tickets for tonight, our February show is only a month away. It will be on a Monday this time, Monday the 26th of February at the Fringe Club, and the theme will be Escape. For details on upcoming shows, how to buy tickets, free weekly workshops, and anything else about us, go to hongkongstories.com. If you're looking to fill your ears with more great stories, previously published podcasts can be perused on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Check them out. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. This podcast was told before a live audience at the Fringe Club in Hong Kong in July 2017. It was a show with the theme of wonder. Now, here's Kristen. The elastic on my underwear is loose. It is so loose that my underwear is falling down as I make my weekly run around Prospect Park in Brooklyn. I tug it up every few steps and eventually just hold the waistband. But it's hard to run like this, and I'm sure I look odd. So I veer into a semi-secluded spot at the bottom of the park and pull my underwear out from my shorts like a sporty pervert in the bushes. I toss my underwear in the trash and keep running. The same thing happens a few years later, but I'm on a main road this time. So I sit on a patch of grass beside an intersection and hope the drivers stopped at the traffic light don't notice my stealth stripping. I toss this pair of underwear in the trash and continue running. I don't like disrobing in public, (laughs) but I dislike shopping even more. I dislike it so much that I wear my clothes until they disintegrate. Right now, my favorite cardigan has holes in the elbows. My lightweight running cap is ripping, and several dresses are fraying. Two men stopped me on the street in two different Vietnamese cities this summer, offering to repair the holes in my battered black sandals. (laughs) I wonder how anyone can enjoy shopping. There is so much to dislike, the crowds, the cramped fitting rooms, the fluorescent lighting. Here in Hong Kong, I still don't know where to go for certain items. And my small apartment has only so much storage space. I would rather do almost anything with my spare time and money than shopping, including online shopping. In my family, shopping is more of a task than a pastime. My parents taught me to buy quality items that last. Don't be cheap, 
don't be wasteful. When I was growing up, my father would announce the vintage of his clothes as if they were bottles of wine. This suit is older than you are. I bought this tie when you were a baby. My mother goes a step further. Her favorite sweater is so worn, it's sheer in spots. And she still wears a pair of my high school sweatpants, holes and all. When her credit card was rejected at the grocery store a few months ago, a man in his 20s handed her $10. I've been there, he said. <laughs> I realized just how much I disliked shopping years ago. I was living in New York and needed a pair of shoes for my commute to work. Even I realized that wearing my running shoes with my work clothes is a bit too 80s working girl. Puma sneakers were making a comeback, and they seemed perfect. Sturdy and comfortable in a suede that's more stylish than athletic. I decide to go to a standalone Puma store. This will be more efficient than wandering through a department store or ordering the wrong size online. This will be a military strike style operation, fast and focused. There's a Puma store near my apartment, but it's in a bad neighborhood. And by bad, I mean tourist and shop filled Soho. I go online and I map out the most direct route from the subway to the store. I pinpoint the shoe style and color I want. I am ready. On D-Day, Saturday, I eat a big breakfast and put on slip-on shoes. I speed walk from the subway to the store. It is loud and crowded inside, but I am focused. I flag down a saleswoman, try on the navy blue style I'd selected, and carry the box up to the register. As I mentally congratulate myself on my efficiency, another customer asks a saleswoman if she can use a coupon for Lady Foot Locker, a popular shoe store chain. What a ridiculous question, I think. You can't use a coupon for one store in another store. I wonder if she's in some kind of shopping trance or so amped up on shopping adrenaline that she doesn't know where she is. All the more reason to avoid shopping. It messes with your mind. I pay for my shoes and I hightail it back to my quiet Brooklyn neighborhood. Mission accomplished. A few days later, I notice a receipt on my table from Lady Foot Locker. But I haven't been to that store recently, or maybe ever. The address is in Soho, on the same street as the Puma store. And the receipt is for a pair of Puma sneakers. But I bought my sneakers at the Puma store. I am so confused that the next night after work, I take the subway back to Soho and retrace my steps. The Puma and Lady Foot Locker stores, they are separate stores, are right beside each other on the crowded street. They're covered in scaffolding, so it's hard to see the store names and numbers. I must have been so focused on my mission that I didn't notice I'd entered the wrong store. And once inside, 
I apparently didn't notice that it was filled with many brands of sneakers, not just Puma, or that the salespeople were wearing polo shirts with the Lady Foot Locker logo. And the receipt I signed said Lady Foot Locker. I am alarmed. The, the woman who asked about using the Lady Foot Locker coupon wasn't the crazy one. I was. I am alarmed that I was focused to the point of oblivion. What else have I missed over the years? And how have I not been hit by a car while crossing the street in this laser-focused state? I'm also intrigued. Can I summon this focus again to conquer other shopping expeditions? Can I use it to achieve even bigger goals, to get a promotion at work, to win a running race, to write a book? All these years later, I wish I could tell you that I have become a laser-focused, shopping-savvy, high achiever. I still dislike shopping. I still don't know what I'm missing when no one and no receipt is there to tell me. But I have amassed an arsenal of underwear with sturdy waistbands. <laughs> Small victories. Thanks for listening to this story brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. If you want to know more about learning to tell great stories, visit us at hongkongstories.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, tell your friends. We publish new stories every Wednesday. May your week be filled with warmth and moments of peace. Everyone has a story to tell. <laughs>